Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name is Pete Allison and this is my good friend Dave Cribb. Hello Pete. Hello the world. Are we well? I'm, I'm alright, thank you. You? Yeah, I'm fine, yeah, absolutely. I just realised I asked the world if they were well as well. I imagine they've all responded in unison. The world in chorus says yes. Oh, uh, it's lovely to be back. Episode 12 of Friends with Friends, the podcast where we get our friends on to talk about their favourite episode of the sitcom Friends. Uh, and it's a it's a good one today, Pete. I've really enjoyed watching this one back. I did as well. It is I think uh, I think it's one of the best episodes of them all. I think it probably is, and it's one that is inextricably linked to our podcast for reasons which will become clear shortly. It is, yes, 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 of course. And also, it's an interesting one because it's another one. We, so my sister's previously been on this podcast, and today it's not only a friend, but also a colleague of mine, but also oh. more importantly my current flatmate so he is very much oh, so. i was trying to work out whether to say he's the joey to my chandler or the chandler to my joey but he's sort of like the chick and the duck to my joey and chandler that's how i'll describe <laughs> him uh, it's cornelius mendez con how are you hi dave hi pete hello hello hi, thanks for that glowing introduction <laughs> you are welcome so i am two characters that don't even last half of the whole run and don't have any lines yeah Carl, what is your verdict on the uh relationship between are you chandler and joey are you happy being the chick and the duck or is that offensive to you uh, I I'm, I find that offensive, and I'd say I'm definitely Chandler as well. Based on what? Just I don't want to be Joey. I don't, I just, <laughs> I'm just definitely not Joey. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No one really wants to be Joey. I'm too clever and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk to me about friends, Con. Uh, long time love, recent love. Yeah. What's your, what's no, your relationship? Uh, so obviously grown up with friends on the telly. And it's weird been listening to uh, the previous episodes of this podcast. Because I only ever remember friends on Channel 4. Oh, really? Yeah, because you guys know it from, like, different channels. Yeah, it was Sky, and then it was E4 after that. Yeah, so Sky oh. 1, I think, then Channel 4, mm. then E4, then Comedy Central. It's, it's, I think, or these the days, Netflix. And then Netflix, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Sky 1 is where I first started watching it, but I didn't have Sky at the time, so I remember people used to come into school on a Friday morning and talk about that episode last night, and I just I couldn't. I find it weird that you can remember it as it came out yeah i know i, know. I, I can only remember the last episode as it came out but really? that's because me and my whole family watched it like grandparents and everything 
but we were stuck in the new forest and there was nothing else to do. I can remember a really specific detail about that last series because I think, like, Yukon, it's the one series that I can actually remember watching it like as it came out. Mm. And I can remember the trailer for the final episode of Friends on Channel 4 was accompanied by a Scissor Sisters song in the background between various <laughs> clips. Which one? I don't know why I can remember that. Um, I'm not, oh, I don't want to sing. Go on. Um, I think it's Laura. Is it Laura? Laura. Laura's the one with quite a creepy piano-esque bit in it. That's something like that. Yeah, that. That was in it. Oh, that's a good song. Is that Laura? Very of that era as well. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, I don't know why I can remember that so specifically, but it clearly left its mark on me. Right, let's talk about your episode then. This is, I think, one of the best ones. It's in my top three, definitely. What's it called and why did you pick it? It's called The One with the Embryos, which is a weird title because no one remembers it for even featuring the embryos, right. really. Yeah. We've had this a few times with a few episodes now, haven't we? They Strange it, choice of titles. I feel like episodes. almost it's a deliberate thing now, having gone through, this is the 12th episode we've analysed, and every title is always the least memorable plot. So yeah. maybe that is yeah. just the way they go. Everyone will remember the bit. The thing, so we'll just call it after a thing to to remind everyone that that's in it. But what's give us the alternative title then? It's the one with the lightning round. The one with the lightning yeah. round, Pete. Yeah. We finally got to the actual lightning round, having done a lightning round on this podcast. Uh, so it's the one with the game. It's the one where Ross does the, the quiz, game, the yeah. quiz between Rachel and Monica and Joey and Chandler. Uh, and the one, anyway, let me do let me do the plot summary because I was just about to do it without reading it. So <laughs> the one with the embryos is season four, episode twelve, uh, and here it is: Phoebe's uterus is examined for implantation of embryos. A seemingly harmless game between the guys and the girls escalates into a full-blown contest to see which pair knows more personal data about the other. The guys end up betting the chicken, the duck, and the girls bet their apartment. When the guys win, Rachel tells them it was just a game, but the guys continue to move in. At the end. Phoebe tells everyone she's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy these synopses because they are written as if someone's just sort of tried to remember what happened, but not actually gone back and watched it. They're like, I think think that's about the gist of it. Uh, An interesting fun fact underneath the synopsis, TV Guide in 2009 ranked this episode number 21 on its list of the 100 greatest episodes of anything ever. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I wonder if another Friends episode was in that top 20. I've just clicked through, Pete, and the answer is... Of course you have. No, I think this is... Yes! So that means that I got it completely correct. Yes, this podcast... I've chosen the best (laughs) episode to do. Oh, so there's no other Friends in that top 20. It's just this at 21. Yeah, 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 exactly. This podcast has been a very long-form exam, (laughs) and you have answered the question correctly. Uh, Yeah, number 21. um, Seinfeld, an episode of Seinfeld is number one. Sopranos, there's loads of other stuff. Lost An episode of Seinfeld Yeah, the contest of Seinfeld is number one. How old is this? Uh, This is 2009. So there's no... I mean, this is a... a, a, Whether we like to believe this or not, there's no Simpsons until 24. Oh, yeah, which episode's that? And Krusty gets cancelled. They determined okay. to be the best episode of, of that. But that falls behind an episode of Lost and an episode of ER. Well, this is rubbish. I don't think if we should. If Seinfeld's number one, I mean, it sounds like something my dad wrote. <laughs> You're not into Seinfeld? <laughs> no, I've never seen it. Uh, we've had this before. Who was? Oh, Mark Haynes on a previous episode just said he hates Frasier. 
just one of the most popular sitcoms. He's like, I think it's the worst thing I've ever I've watched. I've never seen Frasier either. You know? No. I I've never I've never seen Seinfeld, and I I I hate Frasier. You do? Why does everyone hate Frasier? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that I don't, I just don't like it. Is Frasier the one that came out of Cheers? Yes. Yeah, correct. I've never seen Cheers either. Although I recently went to the Cheers bar. And I was just like, this is just a bar. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen Cheers, it's literally just a pub, isn't it? Yeah, it's slightly more expensive. (laughs) There's lots of photos on the wall. Yeah, lots of references written everywhere that you do not understand. Uh, I should flag up, actually. I was a bit unfair to you in the introduction because in all the chicken, duck, Joey and Chandler nonsense, I didn't actually say your actual job. So people will just think... You've been drafted in as a waif and stray, mm. you know, quick fire replacement. But you are a, a comedy writer and producer yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you have an invested interest. Uh, I just thought it's worth flagging that up at this point because you haven't seen loads of sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't know how good you can be at your job. Well, that's been said. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's crack on. There's, there's only two uh, real plots running alongside this one. And even... Even in the one with the embryos, the embryos is such a small fry bit of it. So mm. let's start with that um, and then move on to the best and basically only proper bit of this episode, which is the game. So, I mean, there's yeah. really very little to say. It's a real basic bitch of an episode. <laughs> but this episode, I think, is so good. And I think this is the interesting thing. We've had episodes which I think are, you know, there's questionable moments and plot lines and continuity things and loads of stuff. This episode, I think, is just pretty flipping good. And therefore, it limits us in how much we can really pick it apart. What do you think, Pete? Yeah, I think you're you're right. Like, I think the um, some of my favourite Friends episodes are where they are almost all of them, at least all in the same scenes together. Because I think that's when you really get the best insight into like the the how good that whole group of actors is. Yeah. And then obviously Phoebe's there a little bit later, but the the bit where they're just sat on the sofa doing this quiz and they're getting so into it, and it's I think it's. It's one of the strongest episodes of them as an ensemble, definitely. It does. Um, I was thinking that as I was watching it, actually. I was like, if I was Lisa Kudrow and they'd spent all week filming what looks like a really fun episode and she was just yeah. in another room <laughs> filming herself getting prodded around the groin, then I'd be a bit annoyed. I didn't see that scene. <laughs> it was implied. <laughs> so the only the only things I really noted from the Phoebe embryos getting planted is it's nice to see Frank and Alice knocking about. Very enjoyable characters at all times. Yeah, Frank's hilarious. He's 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 excellent. Uh, and also, how much it costs for IVF? Sixteen thousand dollars in the nineties was money. Yeah, money was more then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that would be more money. I haven't got the maths. How much hand. is that in English pounds? Let's have a look. Oh, in English, I, re- I reckon that'd be about is eleven and a half thousand pounds. But then, when was this? 1998? Mm. Yeah, Series 4, so, isn't it? 11,500 pounds in 1998. Just under 20,000 pounds. Who knew children Jeez. would be so expensive? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no the... wonder Phoebe felt under pressure for it to, uh, to work. Yeah, and bloody hell did it work. Those odds were small, but she had triplets, and those odds must have been even smaller. But I am not doing any more maths, because that is all I want to do in for that this scene, podcast. Frank says... You know why? Because the idea is that they, she has a twenty-five percent chance if they put five eggs in. Yeah. And Frank jokes, or no, not jokes. He suggests, why don't they put like stuff and f- for? Yeah. And I honestly don't understand why they didn't. If they know there's a twenty-five percent chance, yeah. 
why didn't they put 20 eggs in I rather just, than five? Well, I imagine. Because then that's a guarantee. I would love to be able to give you an answer, but my, my knowledge of IVF is quite limited. Well, let's right. let's go basic on the basic math. So if you put 20 in and you guaranteed one, right? Yeah. You've put four times as many in. So based on the fact she ends up with triplets, Phoebe would have had 12 babies. And that is too many. Yeah, but you probably get out of those 12, you probably get a better spin off than Joey. <laughs> Phoebe's, Phoebe's 12 yeah. babies to spin off. Um, but yeah, but uh, it's a very good point. I imagine there's some sort of medical procedural reason. But, mm. you know, hey, let's wait for someone to tweet us and tell us yeah. that we do not understand. <laughs> Also, there's a moment uh, in this episode uh, involving Phoebe where uh, Chandler makes a really gross joke about checking Phoebe's uterus. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, 30 seconds later, he jokes about checking Monica's underwear. It's like, Chandler, it, that is... He, he's a real cock in this episode, <laughs> It's real out of character for Chandler. Those are, those are both Joey lines. I thought yeah. that when I watched it. He goes, oh, I can check that for you. Like... It's really, like, bizarrely out of character. He looks quite uncomfortable saying them. It's so seedy, and it's not even seedy in, like, a, oh, like you say, Joey, that's just what he liked quite. It's like, Chandler, what is wrong with you? I thought he's just being cheeky, though. Like, I think, I think he he was saying it willingly, knowing that he is just joking. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I, I thought he got away with it, personally. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope he's so. It's good to hear two sides of every story, though. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have people defending the honour of characters that we are besmirching. But yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's really what the extent of the embryo storyline. Pop them in, go away for a bit. Apart from the fact that this, in my very basic medical knowledge, is far too quick for you to know whether you're pregnant. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like four hours later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure after IVF, you can't just nip home. Well, they mentioned that M- Monica said, oh no, Phoebe says you have to wait a couple days. Yeah. But then she tries first, and then she tries half an hour later (laughs) and it feels like they thought they've got away with it because she has that line about my body being faster than western medicine (laughs) and it feels like that's one of my favorite lines in this episode (laughs) it just feels like they were like ah we've really sewn up a plot hole there by putting that line in (laughs) but i looked it up and normally with ivf it takes like nine to ten days so four hours seems real real quick But I suppose they had to really soak up the episode. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to play a game, have some people moving in for nine to ten days. Because that is a long episode of Friends. All right, on to the main beef of this episode. Uh, It's girls versus boys. Uh, And it starts, the weird thing about this episode, it starts really oddly, doesn't it? Like, when you watch this episode of Friends, it doesn't start like an episode of Friends. There's no, like, music or little sting or, like, it's not jolly. It's like eerie and creepy it's a cold open it's a cold open with a cockerel crowing and like a slow pan at night time across the apartments and it's like it's really weird yeah it's kind of creepy isn't it yeah yeah. and and like the cockerel at first because i forget that that's why they get so angry and i was just like are they really expecting us to think there's a cockerel in New York City? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just show a clock or something to show it's the morning? I thought that's... When I, that, I was like, why don't you just do... That? It's like, that, like those really basic radio uh, dramas <laughs> yeah. where they're like, put a cockerel in, that means morning. I also love that Rachel finds it so difficult to understand what it is that's making the noise because if the people who lived opposite you who are your very close friends have a chick and a duck and you wake up to hear 
Some bird making a loud noise. I think it wouldn't be too difficult to come to the conclusion that that bird is the source of the bird noise. Right. And also, how are they the only people that are annoyed? And how do they get away with having a chicken and a duck for so long? If they've heard that cockerel from across the hall and like the other side of the apartment where their bedrooms are, like that whole building must be waking up, mustn't it? Yeah, sure. It didn't even wake up Chandler and Joey because when they knock, they go, what's that noise? And they go, it's you. Surely your first response is... Oh, that's our really loud animal that's probably still going on, right literally two metres from us. Uh, So the girls hate the birds. That sets up what comes later on. Uh, And then it descends into this who knows who better thing uh, when Joey and Monica come back from doing laundry or something. There's a really weird bit where Joey walks in and there's a really slightly awkward bit of exposition where they walk in and Joey just goes, but I'm still right. And it's like, oh, okay, I see. You've been having an argument and you would like to continue it in the room now. Uh, and this argument is that, uh, what, Monica's wearing her granny pants because she's done the laundry. Oh, yeah. And they end up doing this sort of mini quiz at the start. Mm, about the shopping bag. About the shopping bag. Uh, and Joey and Chandler name all the items in that shopping bag, which is a good mixed bunch. What, apples? Can you remember apples? Uh, I remember scotch tape. Scotch tape. Yogurt. Yogurt, yeah. Diet Coke. Diet soda, diet actually. Soda. No product placement, <laughs> bizarrely. <laughs> yeah. It's gener- diet, generic, low sugar, calorie, soft drink. Um, um, what's the other something one? Something else. Mm, don't know. We'll never know, I guess. Yeah, um, God, that's not going to come up in the quiz at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it originally was going to, and then we've uh, bumped it for something yeah. else. Also, Dave, did you notice... Right, there's one thing that has cropped up a lot over the course of this podcast, and one thing that we've referenced a lot is how... Um, they all do some strange things first thing in the morning and how they all seem to have breakfast together. And that's quite an unnatural thing to go to a friend's house for breakfast before you go to work. And in this episode, there's this rare moment of awareness because Ross, the first thing he says to Rachel when she walks in the door is, what are you doing shopping at eight in the morning? <laughs> Finally, one of them's noticed that it's weird to do these things first thing. Yeah, and they don't. She doesn't retort with, "Why are you in my apartment at eight in the morning when you <laughs> live you across here? town? <laughs> Why are you in your sister's apartment? You bizarro!" Yeah. But yeah, they're all just having breakfast. Like that's a normal thing. I can only presume it's a Saturday or a Sunday. I reckon this is a weekend. It episode. must be a weekend. This because otherwise, yeah, being sure. up at eight AM is fine. Mm. That's just normal. Why up at 8am? Because I've got a job. <laughs> End. Um, so, yeah, so they do the, the thing with the shopping bags. Half a box of cookies. Half a box of cookies in there. And the weird, there's a weird bit where um, when they get the scotch tape, Chandler goes, it's because we were up all night making, making scary, scary faces. faces. I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> do you know? I, I've... I reckon they were, you know, have you ever seen anyone stick tape to their face? And like, oh, and like, like squish their, their skin face around. Up. Yeah, yeah, and then tape it up just so they look weird. Oh. So they must have been doing that, which is a very Joey and Chandler. I think this whole episode reflects that this was before the internet was really big. <laughs> because they do some weird stuff in their free time. <laughs> like This whole quiz would never happen because people would be just staring at their phones going, oh, no, that's just do a Sudoku on our phones <laughs> oh, or something. Dale Winton's died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gives you an uh, indication as to when we're recording this. Um, but yeah, I mean, but they were up all night making scary faces as well. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. there's something well, a bit the, wrong. The cockerel was keeping them up. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's why it was screaming so much. <laughs> yeah, putting scotch tape on the cockerel's face. Uh, so they, <laughs> they end up doing the game. Ross volunteers 
reluctantly at first, but then obviously doesn't want to get let out. Ross is the most annoying prick in this episode. <laughs> when he's doing the, uh, the we'll voices. be starting with apples. Yeah, and then they tell him to stop, and he does it once more time later. But what they don't realise is that he does it throughout the whole quiz. This yes. really annoying voice, this game show. Of, like, and it's, I think He really very, performs it, doesn't he, the whole way through. Yeah, it's a very American game show voice, because none of our game show people do that, do they? I've never noticed it until watching this back. When he's reading out the categories, he does it in such a weird voice. So he's like, uh, fears and pet peeves, literature or whatever. And at the end, he does It's All Relative in a British accent. It's yeah. all relative. It's all relative. And it's really <laughs> strange. It's like a weird throw forward to his bizarre British accent uh, in the lecture later. And uh, I tell you what really annoys me as well is that you use the term categories, the American version of that. <laughs> and that word is said so many times in this episode. As soon as you notice it, it's literally said every other sentence. <laughs> Like, from about halfway through the episode, they go, I reckon it was a bet in the writer's room. Just, Let's see how many times we can put the word categories in this. <laughs> Literally, every other sentence, I have it in. It's insane. And it annoys you because of the way they say it? Yeah, categories. Categories. It's, it's categories. <laughs> yeah. You take that, Americans. Yeah. Cornelius has told you. We invented the language, <laughs> and then you ruined it. <laughs> the weird thing is, I want to flag up at this point. I used to have the board game version of this game. Did you ever know that that existed? Does anyone know this? What? What, like an actual Friends product? It was an actual Friends branded product uh, that me and my sister used to own, the, which was which was this game. Really? On a board game. Did it include the massive whiteboard? No, it did which not. Which, of course, they have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No explanation as to where that comes from. Yeah, it's, yeah. Where? I mean, we see the entire apartment. Maybe it's in that cupboard where Monica puts everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. We see that entire apartment across all ten series, and not once is there a classroom-sized <laughs> whiteboard <laughs> and a lot of stationery. Like, there's a lot of coloured card, different yeah, coloured cardboards. Cards there's a lot of whiteboard markers. There's a lot of magnets involved. I feel like Ross has had this quiz prepared for several years yeah. and has been waiting for an opportunity to unleash and inflict it on everyone that he knows. He's, and then he's, finally he wheels this whiteboard out and it's already and prepared. Spent years practising the voice, saying the word <laughs> yeah. categories as much as he can. And now he's ready to go. To annoy you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So they do the first sort of round of the quiz. That's all the. F- there's there's loads of funny, um, memorable lines in 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 those first bits. That's why I picked this episode. Yeah, is it? It is the most quotable episode of it Friends. Is. I think there is. You're shooting with Althea. Nice shooting. All of those bits mm. in the original stuff, and then they are tied. What is it? Nine eight. Uh, yes, so they've yeah. both got one wrong. I don't know. It's, it's one of the things where you just get that's bad. very in depth knowledge already. That's the sort of lightning round question that we'd ask Con at the end. And I would have got it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and I thought this actually might be one of those episodes where we go without one of those problematic jokes that everyone will moan about uh, now that Friends is on Netflix. But Viva Las Vegas is a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really just popped yeah. up out of nowhere. <laughs> so it's good. They're still uh, still two for two on those. Um, and then so so. There's the sort of first half of the quiz, and before the lightning round, it's not really very eventful, right? And then, did you notice when they take a break from the quiz before the lightning round, and Monica and Rachel are having that little chat, you know? They're having a little conflab in the kitchen going, oh, yeah. come on, we can win this. A little we can pep win talk, this, steady hand. In the background, Joey, Chandler and Ross are moving furniture around. Do you I notice know, that? I didn't notice, <laughs> I didn't notice that. that. They're, they're all moving furniture around. What, assuming that they've won? Right, no, no, they're moving furniture around as if... To, to prepare a space for, <laughs> for the, the exact same activity they've been doing all afternoon. They well, move the table. Maybe they're going to play Twister next. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like, <laughs> oh, it's a lightning round now, so we're going to need the whole floor space. And it's just still answering questions. <laughs> they're still all just standing there. It's a really strange moment. I think the moment that, um, that Monica and Rachel lose their apartment and that scream and the increasing tension as the time runs out yeah. on Ross's uh, timer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it, it's, it feels like genuinely like they are devastated when they use that flat. It's brilliant. It's mm. really tense, isn't it? The lightning round is actually genuinely really <laughs> tense because you have no concept of what the time is. Uh, and that sort of moment, the transponster moment, is genuinely like you're sitting there going, there's 10 seconds left, what's going to happen here? It's proper, it's proper fun and tense. Uh, but the boys win, and then shit goes down really fast. They pack up those apartments faster than I've ever seen anyone pack anything, because Phoebe gets back <laughs> from her appointment about an hour later, and they've packed up two whole apartments. Yeah, and they have enough cardboard boxes for all their stuff. <laughs> yeah. And also, do you really need cardboard boxes if you're moving across the hall? I was it's... just about to say the same thing. You just carry it across and stick it there, because it's literally about 10 metres away. Because mm, there's a later shot, like the, one of the last scenes, where they've moved into yeah. the new flat, and there's just boxes everywhere. Yeah. And it just looked like, oh, we've got to unpack this all now. And it's just like, well, you just packed it, like, literally 10 metres away in another room. So there's um, there's two shots of the boxes. Did you notice what was written on the boxes? No. So there's a shot when they Phoebe's... They wrote on the boxes. Right. <laughs> they wrote on the boxes. So in, in uh, when Phoebe's lying upside down in that chair, you know, oh, yeah. you know I'll let gravity do its best work or whatever. Um, Joey's boxes are behind it. So on one box is Joey's clothes. On another, it says Joey's sports stuff. 
was that? Yeah. Then just Joey's stuff. They couldn't think of a third thing. It's just thing. those weights from when he gets his hair dear. Then there's a box that says Joey's TV guides. It's a whole box of Joey's old... They're not Joey's TV guides. They're Chananda <laughs> LeBond's. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Miss Chananda And then this is the thing that you flagged up of why would you do this? There's a whole box with two pillows in it. <laughs> <laughs> so they've gone to the, the bother of... Of packing two pillows in a, into a cardboard box, picking up the cardboard box and walking five yards and then putting it down. Dave, did you have to pause this scene to spot all this? I very or much was did, it did. over the course? No, nope, that was a pause. I paused it twice because oh. there's a right at the end when um, we see into what was the boys' apartment and is now the girls. Um, Monica's yeah. boxes are labelled everyday use towels. Beach towels. There's a whole box of beach towels. Again, just well, pick up the pile 11 of towels. Categories, Eleven isn't categories there? of towels. Uh, the smallest box is labelled kitchen, and that's half the size of the box everyday use <laughs> towels. So her entire kitchen. A professional chef <laughs> has kitchenware, which can fit into one small box. And uh, this is a point where I rewound actually. Right. And this is proper nerdy, like. I feel like I should be in a convention going, yes, in, a, in this episode, in the scene. So, you know when Rachel comes out and just goes, you boys are mean, out of her room. Yeah. And she goes, I'm not moving. Yeah. There is a vase behind her on the left that has, and I noticed this vase with a flower in. It also got a picture of a flower on the vase, which I think is a bit weird because that's exactly what's going to go in it. It's like labelled. Who designed that vase? (laughs) The only thing you wouldn't put on the vase is a flower. But um, it keeps shooting from, uh, uh, so switching from Rachel to the boys. The vase turns around. Does it? And then it goes back. Ah. So good. Oh, a real continuity error. I really like that. Also, who's moving the vase at any point? Right. They must have filmed on different <laughs> days that one, yeah. like, sentence. Yeah. But even so, why is the vase moving? That set must have just stayed there. Yeah. Like, exactly. like if they had rebuilt the set from scratch for some reason, just look at the photos. There's an amazing... My favourite Friends continuity ever is... um. There's a, a scene late in later episodes with Mike and Phoebe where, you know, it's the crap bag one, the... um banana hammock yeah. one and when they're having that discussion in central perk mike's wearing a scarf and in half the shots it's uh, the scarf is undone and in half the shots the <laughs> scarf is around his neck and it just keeps going from one to another and once you've noticed it you cannot stop noticing it because it's so shit it's like there is somebody that works on tv as far as i understand whose entire job is continuity yeah it's and like if they you're take mis- photos yeah. of polaroid yeah. and you always think when you see that it's like Oh, surely no one cares. Yeah. And then, but we do. But, yeah, but when you see like, the, when you watch that scarf, go and watch that one back. When you watch that, you're like, that is, they must have been fired. Like that's <laughs> fired. That's so, but if your only job is that. Isn't there also an episode where um, an extra replaces Rachel behind someone and it, in, oh, I'm sure this was something oh, that no, like, yeah, no, the this internet is... discovered quite recently. Like an entirely different woman, other than Rachel, appears behind. I think it's behind Joey at some point. It's. Um, I'll tell you exactly what it is. I remember this. It's and the Xerox girl. It's no. It's uh, there's a there's a there's a scene where I think Rachel's sitting on the couch and Monica in the corner of the shot is at the end of the couch and it's a completely different woman. And do you know what the reason for that is? Rachel was on a break. Rachel Very was ironic. on a break. No, so the reason for that is that uh, when they were all shot, it was before they were shooting everything in widescreen. Uh, so actually that person oh, really? was only there to like for whoever was talking to her 
to react to. And then once they redid them for widescreen, she was too much in the shot. I've just found it. Yeah, yeah. I've just found it. So during season nine, episode 15, the one with the mugging, Jennifer Aniston was replaced with a stand-in while her character Rachel was still in shot and the understudy wasn't even wearing the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do um, that thing where you find out where that actor is now? <laughs> shall I try it? Because I have got her name. Oh no, hang on. I've got the name of... Oh no, I've got the name of the person who spotted it. I don't think I have got... No, I think we may never know who that is. <laughs> There's two two things I want to pick up there. One, you were like, are you going to do that thing? Which I'm thrilled by because it means you've listened to all the podcasts. <laughs> but the way you said it was within such disdain. You're like, oh, oh no. you know that thing you do? Where you no, have to- I actually really like it. And I was quite gutted because my episode is literally just the five in an apartment. So, yeah. So yeah. There is one character who I tried to look up just in case because I sort of vaguely recognised her. The Doctor. The Doctor, in yeah. the In the embryo scene. But she is not done the much. The groin poker. She is is uh yeah the groin poker she is a category of actor which can only be described as unclickable name on wikipedia (laughs) so yeah poor old i think she's called cindy so i'm now looking i'm now looking further down this article and there are numerous uh examples of this same thing happening presumably because of what you said about widescreen day yeah so there's also an episode where uh phoebe is on a sofa supposedly talking to monica yes that's the one i'm the thinking shot of changes oh yeah it's phoebe and monica on a sofa and there's another woman on the end of the sofa mm. and then someone has also made a point it's not quite continuity but it's bad attention to detail uh rachel in the final episode of friends when she presents her passport to a member of staff the woman on the passport in her photo is quite clearly not rachel <laughs> and it's quite clearly in shot <laughs> I mean, that's mad because wouldn't you just at least just get Jennifer Aniston's actual passport, which is a real yeah, easy exactly. prop. Also, just, danger of fraud there because yeah, that's clearly true. just an extra or someone's passport. Yeah, they forgot to get one. The photo in Rachel's passport looks considerably more like Monica than it does Rachel. <laughs> I've never uh, noticed that. An entirely different woman. I will enjoy watching that back. And then we get to the end of the episode, which is one of those like absolutely classic Friends moments where so many people are shouting. And then somebody comes in with good news. Oh, yeah. That's happened about eight yeah. times. That happens when Monica and Chandler learn they're getting a baby. Mm. It happens when Ross and Susan are arguing at the sonogram and Carol's like, oh, the heartbeat or whatever. They just do this thing where it's like, all right, everyone shout. And then someone come out and go, hey, guys, the world's fine. And they all hug and it's all nice again. Yeah. Why you mentioned sonograms, actually, uh, going back to Phoebe's embryos. When she's in the room, I tell you what, this is one of the bizarre scenes which I wish they sort of didn't have. And that's Phoebe talking to the embryos, having been left alone in the room. Oh, yeah. Which is why no one would actually do that. (laughs) But in the background there, on the sort of sonogram machine, there's a picture of a sonogram going on. Even though oh, there's like a, clearly there's a... no scan going on. <laughs> yes, I noticed that. There's it, a womb. It's not moving. Yeah, it's there's just like a, a womb picture of a womb. On the screen. <laughs> yeah. But whose womb is that? Yeah, it's like, as if we were, <laughs> if they didn't do that, we're going to go, why is there a computer in there? <laughs> why is that? In, it's the 90s. Why is there a computer there? <laughs> Should we do the lightning round, Pete? Yes, and uh, Con, does, does Con know about this? He doesn't, does No, he? no, no, you can break it to him. Con, there's a bit of a change to our um, our usual routine with the lightning round. Okay. Um, because you've picked the episode containing the lightning round, 
we thought that we'd quiz you with the actual lightning <laughs> So you've got both full lightning rounds. The one for the guys and the one for the girls. And as you are Dave's flatmate, if you lose, you will have to move out of the apartment, I'm afraid. Mm, so there is an incentive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start the proverbial clock. And Pete, do you want to take the first one? These are the questions uh, that Ross gives to Joey and Chandler. Uh, I'm going to start the clock. Oh, wait, so I'm under time as yeah, well. Yeah, I've just thought of doing that now. So let me get a, let me get a stopwatch up. Do they have a minute? Is it a minute? I think they do. So let's see how accurate to time that is. But was it an is. actual minute? Yeah, a minute well, we'll on find the show. Out. Let's okay. see how long this takes okay. for you to answer these questions. Three, two, one, go. Con, what was Monica's nickname when she was a field hockey goalie? Big fat goalie. Rachel claims this is her favourite movie. Uh, 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 I've never heard of it. I know what her actual favourite movie is, Weekend at Bernie's. Her actual favourite movie is Weekend at Bernie's. In what part of her body did Monica get a pencil stuck at age 14? <laughs> Ew, no. Con yeah, actually just whispered to me. <laughs> uh, it's her ear. Correct. Monica categorises her towels. How many categories are there? Eleven. Correct. What is Joey's favourite food? Um, sandwiches. Chandler was how old when he first touched a girl's breast? <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> Joey had an imaginary childhood friend. His name was... Uh, Susan. <laughs> Maurice. Oh, and I his profession that. was... Uh, Maurice was... Uh... A space cowboy! Yes! Correct! What is Chandler Bing's job? Um, uh, a, a transponster. They don't actually say his real job, they do, do they? They do not. Actually, that is... Um, I have got a job title here. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you got the job. What is is the that from one? this episode? No, I think that is a different episode. It must be from a different That's episode. That's not fair. This is the only episode of Friends I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> You should know, because it's pretty obvious that Chandler Bing's job is statistical analysis and data reconfiguration. No. Uh, but you got pretty much all of them right, apart from you didn't get dangerous liaisons. Never heard of that. Which is Rachel's favourite, what she claims her favourite movie is. Mm. Uh, and you didn't get Maurice. Yeah, that's annoyed me. I don't that know where is. I got Susan from. Susan? <laughs> but you did all the questions, which is supposedly two minutes of questions in one minute and 15 seconds. So no. you are go. quick. Yeah, and I, I've won your flat. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Let no one ever take that away. Uh, that's it. Thanks very much, Con. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure, Con. Thank you for... You picked a very good episode. You've done very well. Well, I should, uh, I should credit my friend Elliot, who actually picked it, <laughs> because I was going to do the one with Ross's tan. But then he went, oh, you should do that one. And I went... Oh, yeah, of course I should. <laughs> Idiot. So Elliot has actually picked a great episode and mm. you have just taken credit for somebody else's hard work. Until yeah. now, when you admitted it, which is a very noble thing to have done. Cornelius Mendez, thank you very much. Thanks. Goodbye. Hello, still here. Look, uh, this is the bit where we would normally say next week's episode is... Yeah. What is it, Pete? Uh, we don't. We don't actually know. No, we, we don't, don't know, know because of. Uh, We've run out of friends. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you explain why we aren't recording one next week? Uh, the genuine reason why we aren't recording uh, next week is because I'm an idiot and I'm running five half marathons in five days that, and uh, for charity, not just for for fun. That is insane. Um, You're an idiot. It will be no. How's fun the training the going? Uh, training's pretty much done now, which is slightly like disconcerting because I'm not supposed to really do much for the next few days. But if I'm not like exercising, I feel like I'm gonna fail. Yeah, that's basically. the way you said that. You're like, ah, oh, training's pretty much done. I've done a bit of running. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. more can I do? 
Um, well, good luck, mate. Uh, when this episode is published on Wednesday, you will be three down, or will you? I mean, it depends on someone. Uh, when it, this episode it? is published on Wednesday, I will have done two, and I will be. It, Wednesday is the glamour day next week. I am running from Barnsley to Huddersfield. <laughs> oh, hello. So if you are listening to this during the day on Wednesday, just spare a thought for Pete, who is somewhere between Barnsley and Huddersfield on his third half marathon. Hey, and if people yeah. want to donate to your um, charity, Pete, what's the what's the deets? Shall I, uh, what, shall I read the text number out? Yeah, why not, mate? Bang it on. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to, as concisely as I possibly can, do the co- terms and conditions <laughs> which I'm required to do whenever I mention this. Oh, really? That's in- uh, so, Pete, just for background, if you don't know, Pete is a, a capital DJ. Uh, so yeah. uh, this is obviously something that you've got quite used to reading this out and then saying terms and conditions apply and all that. Go on, give it as your best. Uh... Uh, so if you could be a wonderful person and donate five pounds, uh, text Pete five. That's Pete and the number five to seven o seven double six. That's Pete five to seven o seven double six. Are you ready for the terms and conditions bit? Am I ever? Let's put some fun music under it. 100% of your donation will go to Global's Make Some Noise, supporting charities like Carers Leads. If you're under 16, please ask the bill payers permission first. Standard network charges may apply. Terms and conditions are at makesomenoise.com. That was fun. Uh, great news. Well done. Good luck. I said well done. You haven't done anything yet. Good luck. And um, let's hope I'll hopefully be saying I'll well be, done. Uh, hopefully I'll be back for another episode at some point if I don't die. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 